Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide. So thrilled to have you guys with me today. And I hope you've really been enjoying this series with realtors sharing their journey and what they wish they knew as a new realtor. Today, I have my friend Beth Mitchell with us. Beth is a realtor in the Atlanta area. And one of the coolest things is, guys, today, as I, rec- uh, you know, we recorded this before, but today, as you hear it, I'm actually on my way to Atlanta. We'll be spending a few days with Beth, kind of rolling out something new I'm doing, executive coaching. And so I'm excited. We're going to spend a few days there in Atlanta with Beth, help her grow her business, social media, Google, organization, calendar, all the things. And of course, Madison's going to help a ton. Jeremy Kane's going to help a ton. So Beth, I'm super excited about that. And we'll we'll bring you in here. And I know you also have a special guest with you because your daughter Maddie is taking a semester off of college and helping you for you know this semester in your business. So welcome, Beth and Maddie. Hi, thank you. Maddie's here too. You got to say something. You got to say hi, Maddie. Go ahead, Maddie. Say hello to the crowd. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Maddie's a little more camera shy, but that's okay. Well, Beth, I've been so impressed by what you do in your business. And I know. uh, So tell us a little bit about how long you've been in real estate, what you do, how you've kind of created success. And then we'll kind of jump into what you wish you knew when you became a new realtor. Okay. Well, I started real estate approximately five years ago. I actually started when Maddie turned 16 because prior to that, I was a stay-at-home mom with a 14, 15, and 16-year-old. I waited for her to turn 16 so she could help me with the driving and because all three of our kids do um, athletics and sports. Um, And my husband is in medical sales and was always traveling. So I kind of needed you know, some help from her before I could go back to work. And so got my real estate license, actually funny story. The first time I went to get my real estate license before Maddie turned 16, um, I actually failed the class. Like I didn't even make it past the first test. And I'll tell you, that was a testament to who the teacher was and the class was because Mm -hmm. when I did more research and I found the right, right teacher in the right class that fit me. I passed with flying colors and passed, passed not only the the class, but I also passed the state exam on the first time, uh, which I've heard Georgia's, I don't know about everybody else's state, but Georgia is very hard. The state exam is very hard. I actually burst a blood vessel in my eye during that four hour test, but I did pass it. So anyway, I wanted to get into real estate. My mother-in-law, Elsa, is in real estate, mm-hmm. um, had been actually got her license in 2008 during, you know, wow. the down. Yeah. Yeah. And proved to be very successful. And she always asked me, you know, Oh, do you want to get into real estate? Do you want to help? And I just knew with the kids, I didn't have the time or the capacity to do it. But also from my own experience with my own family, my parents, my parents owned coin laundries growing up. So neither of my parents went to college and kind of figured out the system and the formula to have coin laundries. Um, But after that, they retired while my sister and I were in college and started buying real estate themselves, improving it, living there for a few years, then moving to the next one and proved to be super successful doing that. So one of the houses that they actually built was up in Jasper, Georgia. So when I did get my license, 
they actually had that property listed with another agent. I'm going to sell it for you. And they listed it with that other agent before they even talked to me about it. So we waited for that to expire. And I took it over my first year and um, sold it with like two months. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just probably my background. Uh, I went to Florida State and got uh, a degree in entrepreneurship, small business management, as well as marketing. So I think that was a really long answer to what you asked yeah. me, but no, that's really that good. Yeah, really good. It definitely did. So so tell us for new realtors and, you know, in my membership that you're a part of and on the podcast, we we have a lot of new realtors that find us. You know, you you are crushing it and you're being super humble, but you're one of the top producers definitely in the state, in the city of Atlanta. You're crushing it. What is one thing that you wish you would have known when you became a new realtor? There's definitely a couple things. Sure. Definitely the first thing I say get QuickBooks on your cell phone um, so you can keep track of your mileage and everything else. Get a good accountant and figure that out from the get-go because I still honestly feel like I don't have the right accountant to maximize my capacity as, what am I trying to say? Not a W-2, but whatever, independent. Yeah, as an independent contractor, as like a self-employed individual, you kind of I feel like that every year. I feel like I'm like, okay, what can I write off? What can I not? What is going to get me in trouble? What's not going to get me in trouble? Like and and then the tax code changes right after COVID. It was like 100 percent meals and entertainment. And now it's 50 percent. And so I agree with you that you definitely need a good accountant. What would you say to new realtors is like maybe one or two things specifically to grow in your business that you wish you would have known about that have kind of helped you over the past couple of years? Oh, this actually is is something I do wish that I had done sooner. Um, the networking aspect. And so it's interesting because I joined Sotheby's about five years ago. My sister joined Sotheby's in Florida about a year after I did. Mm -hmm. um, within that year, she was brand new on a team and she started doing all the networking and started getting all these leads. And I was like, this is ridiculous. What is this? What are you doing? What are you spending your time on? She's like, becomes a Zoom queen and everything else and starts getting leads from other cities, states, and even out of the country and building these relationships with agents. So I would just encourage everybody, if you're just getting into real estate, you may feel like you don't know a ton of people in your network already or in your city, but I would encourage you to look on Facebook, look on Instagram, look on any social media platform and try and find networking capabilities, whether it's within your own company, whether it's in your own state, whether it's out of state, whether it's, I found one that was like Atlanta to Denver, there's a networking group. Um, and if, and if you don't find a good one, make your own. Yeah. That's what yeah. John did. Yeah. Well, it's so funny with the membership, like, and it's so funny, Beth, we first got connected uh, It's you know, a small world. We got connected because yeah. of someone needed a referral partner for a rental in Atlanta. You know, I remember I was actually, where was I? I was in uh, probably Florida at the time. And I called you. I'm like, I'm on my way to the airport. Can you help this person? And then I was, you said something and I was talking about this podcast and membership. You're like, oh, what's that? I want to join. And I was like, and I didn't even know. I just connected with you for, to be a referral partner, but Referral groups, networking is so important. Tell us, Beth, before we close out, because, I mean, you have a lot of lessons and you're crushing it. I'm so impressed and I know you're super humble. 
tell us how you feel. Do you ever get like imposter syndrome or are you just confident? Because you recently listed the Bona Allen Mansion and it was listed for over $4 million. And the connection you got to list that was amazing. Guys, if you Google it, Bona Allen Mansion, you'll see like all these list these things from April where it was listed. Beth's name is in that. You know, I've read a bunch of articles because it was just so cool to see a friend like in the news as the listing agent. Do you kind of ever feel like, I mean, as a new realtor, were you ever thinking you'd be listing million dollar homes and in the news? And do you ever feel imposter syndrome or kind of how do you deal with that now? I honestly don't know that I feel that imposter syndrome because I I don't know. I, I just I'm kind of a confident person in general and yeah. believe I was nervous as heck when I went into that interview. And honestly, this is pretty cool. The way that I actually got that listing was a busy agent that is in Buckhead with Sotheby's had actually gotten the call to sell the property. But because he's, you know, in Buckhead and he does multi-million dollar properties all the time, he referred me because he knew that I, that's the area I live in and that's Buford. And so Again, a testament to networking, not only outside of your comfort zone and outside of your company, but within your company as well. I would have never anticipated that Chase Mizell out of Buckhead or in town would have said, oh, you need to give Beth Mitchell a call for this $4 million listing. And I'll tell you, dressing for success is not a joke. And and I'm not saying you have to spend a million dollars, just feel good. Do your hair, do your face. Well, not if you're not. But what I'm confident, even if it's workout clothes, if that makes you feel the most confident, then wear that for me, it's dressing nicely. And that's a whole nother story we can talk about. But I actually use rental subscriptions for a lot of my clothing, which is super fun. Um, But that has given me a whole new level of confidence. And I don't spend a lot of money doing it. But anyway, dressing for success, met them, was prepared. This is one of the coolest things I ever got for advice sending your listing package paperwork to a courier the day or two days before your actual meeting, or like say John calls me, um, I need you, you know, to come to a listing appointment with me. That's on a Friday. He wants to see me on Monday. So that Friday I put together my listing paperwork in a package and my nice Sotheby's bag with all my information and et cetera, et cetera, and have a courier bring it over. That can be a high school kid. In that situation, I actually paid my son 25 bucks to drive it over, ring the doorbell and drop it off to my clients. And I told my clients, I have a courier bringing you the listing paperwork so you can review it before we meet on Monday. So they had that in hand. So when I came in, I was able to just walk through the door and just be myself and not have to have the weight of, oh, here's the paperwork and let's sit down Mm -hmm. and review this. Or of, Hey, let's walk through your beautiful mansion and and tell me why you love this mansion and why you bought it in the first place. And and so, I mean, to me, honestly, it was a blessing all around. It definitely has catapulted my business. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I never thought even in a million years that I would be selling something. It actually sold for 3.8, but for anything over a million, honestly. We'll take it, right? 3.8 still works, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Although don't do it in the beginning of your um, sales cap. Do it at the end because I didn't get nearly as much money as I'd hoped for. So that's a whole nother podcast, right, John? 
That's right. Well, Beth, <laughs> so proud of you. Thank you for your time today. Um, I'm excited to spend a few days with you in Atlanta. Maddie and Beth, Ma what 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 Maddie and I know is actually we're just going to be telling Beth what to do. And Beth's going to be like, why did I bring John in? Why am I listening to Matt? Like, Ma I think Maddie <laughs> and me are going to be the ones coordinating most of the week. Like, this is what your mom needs to be doing in her business. She needs to do it now. Maddie's shaking her head. So, well, That's so right. proud of you and very impressed on what you're doing. Proud to call you a friend and just appreciate you. I think, you know, I know you've been busy, but when you're on the membership calls, I'm just impressed by how helpful you are. Like, it doesn't matter if they're doing $20 million a year, $30 million a year, like some of you guys are, or they can't sell a house yet and they're trying to learn. I think you've been very inspiring and helpful. And I think like having a heart to like help people and serve people really inspires me. So thank you so much for just being who you are, helping and serving people. Excited to be there in Atlanta, you know, as this goes out for a few days with you guys and help you guys in your business. And uh, just appreciate you coming on today and appreciate your willingness to share your journey a little bit. Well, thank you because um, John, I seriously feel the same way about you. I do feel like, just knowing you over the past year, I guess I don't, I don't, I'd have to go back and look at the calendar to see when we first started working together. But you have certainly opened my eyes to a lot of what opportunities are out there aside from just strictly selling houses. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you're quite an amazing person. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's always awkward. I don't tell people they have to compliment me, but it's very, it's very kind. Yeah, I think it was, <laughs> I forget when, when we connected. So guys, and it's just funny, but you know, it was, it was Brittany. She worked for my friend, Jonathan at Chick-fil-A. She was moving to corporate. Yeah, let's see, probably November. I'm looking at November. So it's been almost a year. Um, but yeah, super proud of you. Thanks for everything. And thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you the next couple of days. And thanks for being on the show. And I know this is going to help agents. So for agents that are looking for help, or maybe there's someone listening to this that's looking to buy a home in the Atlanta area. What's the best way someone can contact you? Beth Mitchell at AtlantaFineHomes.com. That's right. She's also on social media. Well, Beth, appreciate you so much. Thank you, Beth and Maddie, even though you're shy over there, for coming on today. Really appreciate you guys and have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks, Sean. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.